Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. Welcome back to Wheelman of Genius. It is episode 40. Pretty sure it's 40. Uh, we raced at, where we raced last week? Michigan. Michigan. Xfinity's off this week. Um, Matt will be going to Richmond. But yeah, well, what was your take on, did you go to Michigan? Were you there? No, I was in Nashville. Else? That's right. You were at Nashville. How was that experience? Uh, it was all right. It's not my cup of tea. Not an IndyCar guy? Uh, I, Nashville street course is just, it's its not good. I, that's, it might be a hot take, but I don't think it's very good. No, I think it's too narrow for sure. It's like there's, kinda, there's one, there's one passing zone. It's just one. really bland. It's I mean, very bland. There's two. You can either end of the bridge, I feel like you can pass. Yeah, but like, I mean, I get it's a street course and it's normally just parade laps around. Mm-hmm. At speed, but I mean, they were tearing everything up. So, for context, the IndyCar race was only 80 laps. Mm-hmm. And what was the cup race? I think it was like 267 laps or no, not that much. Yeah, it was 400 miles. The cup race started uh, 20 minutes before the IndyCar race and finished before the IndyCar race was done. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, that would make sense. If they started before, they should end before. Yeah, but 267 laps versus 80. I agree. There's 200 laps. 200 laps. So 200 laps, they have 120 lap disadvantage, and they still beat them by... No, no, I watched. I was at KB watching, and I was like, damn, they're still going. (laughs) I mean, they just kept wrecking and wrecking and wrecking. Can you blame them? I mean, that one part of the racetrack is like literally a half a car width wide. I don't even know how they fit one wide through there. Yeah, it was crazy. I wish they'd like change the layout a little bit. I saw a proposed layout that they had. Well, they are they actually they're they're tearing down Titan Stadium and moving it all of a hundred feet and then rebuilding the stadium in the parking lot where the paddock was for IndyCar. So that the street course is going to look different in Music City. Yeah, but they need to change the other end. That that end to me is okay. They need to change the other end where it's like two feet wide. I'm just saying it's going to look completely different for year three. Oh, well, cool. As long as they go over the bridge, I want them to see them go through the stadium. Yeah. Did you see there was a Formula E race? They're like it was in London, I think, and they raced inside. Like they would go out and then back inside, like run like through a little chicane around a corner. They need to do like out. those. Um, those um, those rock races, the race of champions. Yeah. <laughs> where it's all inside. Where it's all inside and all, everyone gets a buggy. And Carl Edwards put it on Michael Schumacher and the announcers are like, oh, there must be something wrong. There must be something yeah. Wrong. It wasn't that Carl Edwards is a good driver. Yeah, exactly. With Michael's car. <laughs> they said he had a fat passenger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so looking at Michigan this weekend, what happened? Everything happened. Uh, qualifying. What happened in the high V number four? The high V number four was wicked fast. It was good in practice. Uh, taped her off, tightened her up, and we're rolling for qualifying, dude. Like, we were probably going to qualify, I don't know, 10th to 15th. Looking at the uh, interval when my tire blew, but, uh, and that's honestly being modest, but are you taking a picture of me? No. What are you doing? Uh, I'm just 
Okay. This okay. is normally yeah, so when I No, this is normally when I go on my phone is and like entertain myself while you're talking about the weekend. Yeah, just don't uh, don't try to interact in the conversation at all. But anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, roll out. It's okay. If we're trying, if we're trying to talk about your weekend and you want to talk, this is normally where I don't talk. So I give you time to talk about your weekend. Then I will comment after about how your weekend went. From yeah, my but how are you going to comment after if you're on your phone not paying? I'm listening. Attention. I have headphones on. I hear everything you're saying. We'll see. We'll see at the end of the story. We we'll do a little pop quiz. Anyways. I don't know. We go out for qualifying. I noticed immediately, even on the outlap, going around turn three and four, left rear smoking ridiculously bad, which I've had happen before. Normally, it doesn't happen on the outlap. Smokes through three and four, coming to the green, going to one and two, smokes bad, like real, real, real bad. I'm like, all right. I almost came over the radio and was like, you want me to finish this out or just stop? Left rear is going to blow. But then I was like, man, this lap's pretty good. I'm not stopping. Went in turn three, smoking again. Like going out, it was so bad in one and two. I couldn't really even see going down the back straightaway until I was about halfway down until the smoke cleared. Going to turn three, roll out to 70%, back to the gas immediately. It's like one and two. In the gas hard. I'm like, we're, we're going to make it through. We're going to make it to this corner. We're going to qualify good right here. And I don't know, right past the apex. Blue left rear tire. Uh, luckily, you had interliners. Luckily, I had interliners. A, B, I knew it was going to blow out. Like, I was I was literally waiting for the tire to blow out. I was smoking so bad. Had to uh, take a provisional. Yeah. I mean, we slowed us down four seconds or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Luckily, we've been working hard to try to get our points up. We were in a position to take provisional. So, uh I don't know. We so we had that happen, and I was like, okay, maybe we just because our cars skew a lot in the corners, and I could feel it skewing a lot in practice. Well, I guess it's just how Michigan is in qualifying with the way our track bar and stuff is. Uh, finally, get to where we can change the tire and stuff. And we look, and the whole uh, left side track bar mount on the truck arm side where it bends normally uh, to give you the extra yaw like broke. Or it was starting to break. It was about an inch down the plate uh, for the track bar mount until it was completely broken off, which would have been pretty bad. Uh, but that was that was what was making it skew so far and getting the left rear into the left rear quarter panel. So we had to go and change all that. We had to put it like solid because that's all we could find. We couldn't find any like good trick truck arms in order to put on our stuff and make it work. So we had to go solid, which uh, takes a bunch of skew out. you in the race? Yeah. Yeah, it honestly did. It uh, didn't turn as good when you don't have the yaw on the car. Just the rear end's not turning like it should. Uh, but we were able to overcome it. Just kept tightening up all race. We started. We had to go to the back. Got up like twenty something for the first stage. I don't know. We were going there, going there, getting better, getting better. Got up to like twentieth, twenty first. There at the end, green flag stop. And at some point during the race, I don't know when it happened, but my tack started messing up. And I noticed Oh, it, here comes but, the excuse. No, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I actually I saw the the sheet because I was guessing on where to put the tack on that green flag stop. And I was 0. 0.06 over and they penalized me when I've seen a lot worse than the penalties. Anyways, hey, it's black and white. It is. Well, it, it is black and white, but they also would don't penalize people when they're a mile an hour over sometimes too. Because I've seen the sheets. It says penalty and it says not. And it says in the red when you speed. Uh, anyways, I noticed earlier in the race, like I guess into stage two, I came down pit road and my pit road speed all day had been 4,500 second gear. And I'm behind, I don't know, the 34 car. And I'm at 30 something. And I'm like, that's weird. I uh, didn't really think much of it. I was like, maybe I'm in the wrong gear. I was like, but I didn't want to change anything. I was like, maybe he's just going slow in front of me. Because uh, I remember even Costa looking at the shifter. I'm like, am I second or third right now? Like, I was confused. Whatever, did the pit stop, pull back out. Luckily, didn't get a penalty that stop on the exit. I think I pulled out right behind somebody and I uh, didn't get a penalty. And then on the restart, I go in second and third and I shift just like off of where I can hear it. And I look at the tack and it's like seven something. 
I'm like, that's weird. So then from third to fourth, I'm like watching it. And it hits the chip from seven, seven something. And I'm like, that was really weird. Cause normally you shift to 8,800 RPMs. And I'm hitting the chip at 70, let's say 73 to 76. I really don't know where it was because it caught me by surprise. And I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Then I come to pit road. I didn't even really think about it until I got down and went, oh crap, the tax wrong. Uh, so I put it at like 35, 34 speeding penalty. And I was like, damn, I have no idea where it is. So then I ran like 3,000 down pit road the next lap. Didn't get a penalty, but that just killed us like, Sucked like had a lot of things stacked against. We had a motor break on the dyno or didn't break. We uh had someone put valve springs on it and they forgot to put a piece back in. So we're on the dyno, it's just like what the hell is that? So we had to pull the motor out Wednesday night and put a different one in, and uh it wasn't as good, it wasn't near as good. So that was stacked against us. We had the truck arm break. That's stacked against us. And then the damn tack breaks. Everything against you this I finally bury myself speeding with the tack messed up. And let me guess, the pit crew is flawless this week. Pit crew is on point all week. Dude that always messes up. His girlfriend was there, so he was on his game. Yeah, and that's usually how it works. Normally, yeah. when the pit crew is flawless, the driver seems to step on his dick once or yeah, twice. Exactly. No, I mean, so I, I told you him. You can't always blame the pit crew. No, yeah, I agree. I'm just blaming the tack this time. Even though you, you've slandered them the last couple of weeks. Like I said, I, I'm not blaming them. I'm blaming the tack. That's all I can do. And then even like, because I was like, what the hell's wrong with the tack? And then I come in the pits and I've changed out everything. And like, I'm like, what the hell's wrong with this thing? And I turn it on. And normally whenever you turn it on, it's a full sweep. It just goes and clicks at a thousand. It's like, clunk, 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 clunk. I was like, well, I guess that was just junk. I took it out, and I was really close to throwing it across the shop because that took away a pretty decent run. Definitely points from us. Um, but, yeah, good car, sucky weekend, sucky finish, I guess. I mean, like, we really did, I feel like we made big gains uh, from the beginning of that race to the end, trying to make it better, and especially at a horsepower track, already being behind when we got there. Uh, I was really proud of the effort everybody put in. Uh, just sucks a weird deal, like attack messing up, me not being careful enough on pit road. Uh, took us out of it. But that was my weekend. The high V car did look pretty nice, though. The high V car, look, it just looks good. It's a good-looking car. It um, looks good with white wheels or black. I prefer I know. The white, but black. I do, too. See, that's what is crazy. Like, the rendering had black wheels on it. I'm like, oh, man, we really need to get some black wheels for this thing. But then... We threw the white wheels on first. I'm like, damn, that looks looks pretty right right there. I think you need to go a reverse scheme for next time. You need to go black car, red high V. I'm down for that too. Then you need to have the black wheels because then that sucker would look mean. Or and white. I wouldn't, no, white wheels would, wouldn't look good because the high V would be red. So you borderline need red wheels. That would be a crazy one. Yeah, I don't think you can find any of those anymore. No, we got them. We have them. We like at JD, we got all the Penske wheels. So we have white, yellow, and red. We don't have any black wheels. The only black oh. wheels we get are from other teams when we buy the you tires. Should, uh, you should put some yellows on them. I know. I kind of want to run the yellows. We ran yellows on the uh, Fort Worth screen printing car last year, and it actually looked pretty good. I have, uh, during work, we have a TV in the office, and I've been just throwing on random races. Mm-hmm. throughout the day and i think i pulled up a 2014 xfinity series race and some of the cars and some of the the names that were still around i think one of them was one of the it was landon castle was driving the old one car the old one the old one yeah the old one was a sick number i'm trying to remember i guess the six replaced the old one i almost wanted to be the old one this year but then i went with the four there's the, there was the zero, the O one, the fifteen, the four. All gone. Yeah. Crazy. They're all gone. Where did they go? But yeah, I like the O one. Like I almost requested to run the O one. They're like, no, nah, the four's got some prestige behind it, so we'll stick with that. Ross, it's got Ross behind it. And I mean, Landon, Landon, Ross, Priest, Priest. I don't think ran the four. 
Priest ran the four for a couple of races. He was a four guy for a couple. Once you're a four guy, you're always a four guy. That's yes. what the, that's what the saying it's around JD four is. Life. Yeah, that's what everybody on the JD life. guys. Uh, like Ryan ran the four one time. And like, oh, once a four guy, always a four guy, huh? But yeah. yeah. So uh, what's what's going on in the off week? Uh, just 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 chilling, really. I might go to Richmond. Why? Why on your off week would you go back to the racetrack? What else am I going to do, dude? What else am I going to do? I don't know. Go on like a vacation or something. Pass. I love running like you. I love racing. I love it. I love every bit of it. I love racing to an extent. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Yeah, I'm get. We're at that point in the season where it's like we're right in the middle, and uh, the only light you see at the end of the tunnel is a freight train coming to just destroy you off the track. It's really not that bad, dude. Well, with recent things that have happened, it's become a lot longer of a season for me. It sounds like a personal problem. One can only imagine. Yeah. <laughs> um, my weekend uh, was slightly derailed. Getting back to the train comments, um, there were some issues on the racetrack, and we got absolutely destroyed. Oh, I thought you were going to say you took a train to Nashville. No, we took an airplane. Mm. I've always wanted to take a train to a race. Why? Who else has ever done that? Be the probably- first. The, the best one to do would probably be uh, Martinsville. I, yeah, I was thinking Martinsville or Richmond. Like, why not, dude? Like, hang out on the train. You can go to the, the cafe cart or car. Maybe go to the bar car. Like, hang out. Might be fun. It'll be a fun experience. All right, you, you do like, that. You take take a GoPro with you. Take you 10 hours to get to Richmond. Yeah. Why not? Make a day out of exciting. it. Make a day out of it. Luckily, we're flying to Richmond. This really? will be the first time I've ever flown big, to Richmond. Big, big, big time. And it's a 50-minute flight, so. Is that excited. long? Yeah. Believe it or not, like, it's 50 minutes. I feel like more of that is going up than even going across. Probably. If it takes that long. Probably you're, going, you're probably in the air cruising for 10 minutes because it's 20 yeah. minutes up, 20 minutes down. Yeah. That's kind of weird. I mean, it takes. That's so weird. It takes an hour. Like it took an hour, 20 minutes to get to Michigan. And it's going to take you 50 minutes to get to Richmond. Half it's probably just trying to circle around the airport. Probably. I mean, just getting getting lined up. But um, I love, to an extent, NASCAR Twitter. It's great. It's one of the, the most to- toxic-free places in the world. Yeah, for sure, dude. I mean, I've, been, I've had nothing but good experiences on it. Yeah. I always love the people who have four followers that just subtweet the heck out of you and say, you guys are trash. need to sell your charters. F this, F that you go click on their page and it says KFB 18. And all they have are retweets of contests that teams are running for giveaway stuff. One of my greatest ideas that I have from a content perspective would be, and it's not going to ever work for a team, but as an individual, I'd love to do this but still be affiliated with the team. Find one of these people and like almost do like, you know, um, publishers clearing house where they show up to people's houses with big checks. Yeah. Whatever. I'll be like, congratulations, you know, such and such person. You have won an all expenses paid VIP trip to the Daytona 500. We're going to put you down on the grid. We're going to put you, on the pit box. I just want you to conf- go right to their door. And I'm, I'm going to be like, yeah, I just need you to confirm this one tweet that you sent. And I want you to read it out loud into the camera. And they read it out loud in the camera. And I rip off whatever I'm wearing over top to be wearing that team shirt. And just rip every little thing about that up. Like the VIP tickets ripped up throw it in their face and be like, this is what you get. You had it all in the palm of your hand and you just messed it up. That's hateful. I was going to say something like, you know, put them through something like in a saw movie, but almost what you said is worse. Cause y'all, yeah. it's all have it, like have like 
everything right in front of them. Like, oh yeah, this is the suburban that's going to take you to the airport. Yeah, but what do you what, what do you do? Like, if they just take the tickets real quick and run off, what are you going to no, do? No, I'm going to I'm going to physically have them in my. They're not going to be real tickets. Let's let's face it, because you know, for VIP stuff, it's not tickets. It's well, they probably know that because they know everything about NASCAR. Right, they know everything. Give them a fake QR code, and when they scan that QR code, it just says that just takes them to Penn Island. It's that it's that one picture that always gets the, that it always tricks people. It's like, oh, yes. click this link. Yes. <laughs> it's that that would actually be so that's, funny. That's how spiteful I am to NASCAR Twitter. Dude, even I don't almost, know why you're. I don't even know why you're so hateful towards them because it's not like it's towards you. They're not saying Matt Hendricks. Yeah, but it's like that's my. That's my job. Imagine being a driver, dude. Like, you think I don't catch stuff? Like, you think, like, imagine being Ross Chastain or, or Noah Gregson well, I or send Ty you all, Gibbs. I send you all the stuff that I find about you. But I, I, yeah, I don't know. Thanks for that, by the way. Yeah, I appreciate it. Like, you get extra stuff because I find it. And I'm like, what do you think about this? Yeah, that's great. I really don't like, know why. Like, the, the I, I was one. actually mad. I'm like, dude, why the hell is Matt sending me this? Like, I don't want to see this. I don't really think this is that funny. One of the but, funny things that I've sent you is like, why does Hy-Vee sponsor the most meh drivers in Jack Harvey and Bailey Gray? Because, dude, we're the sickest drivers. We're the most Hy-Vee guys out there. Oh, there you go. Way to save it. Nice yeah. Song. We're all about Hy-Vee. But um, Hy-VeeDeals.com. Look at you getting the plugs in. We aren't, even get, we aren't even getting paid for that. They're out my race car, so I'll say it. I don't care. Yeah, you can say it. Uh, one of the funniest things, though, friend of the program had an issue this weekend, um, JJ. And one of the best things that I saw on the internet was it's been 15 years. Yeah, I know. JJ that's I still knows how to wreck the 18 Interstate Batteries car. That's rough. That's and rough. That's, you know that's been sitting for I a imagine. While. Imagine being JJ after that happened. I mean, he's catching all kinds of stuff. But, I mean, he's JJ's, catching, yeah. JJ's a wily veteran. He he knows how to deal with that. Yeah, and not to get into specifics, but um, you know, being up in the top fifteen after the mm-hmm. comp caution, thinking this is where we need to be, might need to reevaluate some things. Yeah, but at the same time, like JJ has experience, like. I'm sure it was some weird deal, like because he knows, like he's not gonna do anything erratic, like normally. Yeah, I think. Like, I mean, happened- like whenever we start up front, like I mean, sometimes weird stuff happens. I remember one yeah, time uh, starting you, front row, no, two Harmon cars, and, no, uh, like, people people know who's in these cars, right? They're gonna pay you a little bit more respect. Mm-hmm. I feel like regardless of who's in either of the Rick Ware cars, they get no respect to a certain extent. When David Reagan gets Maybe. in it, when David Reagan gets in that car, there's respect given. Yeah. Priest. Any priest. Joey Hand does not get any respect. No. I have listened to that radio and he, Ross Chastain, absolutely harpooned him at uh, Indy Road Course. And it was, the radio was pretty interesting after that. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I think something happened to where it was a quickie. And they wanted to come second time, but yeah, after the, it was just a whole mess. It was just too late. Just too late. You had the to ball was in motion. Time. Yeah, so it was unfortunate for that team. Yeah, but, uh, for sure. Not I me. Mean, it was unfortunate for a lot of teams. It was unfortunate for about eight teams. Yeah, really. I was thinking it can be very unfortunate for Cindric. I was happy to see him get out of that thing, dude. Yeah, a lot of people were equating that to. Uh, Dale Senior's crash. Yeah, I mean, like, luckily it happened in turn one and two, and not three and yeah, four. Yeah, but this, they would have been singing in three and this four. Is, this is what concerns me, right? Kurt Busch has a wreck at Pocono. Uh, I'm putting my tinfoil conspiracy hat on here. You ready for this one? Yeah, let's hear it, dude. I love conspiracies. So Kurt Busch, I'm not going to say he gently backed his car into the wall at Pocono. It was a, it was a hard hit. Decent hit. Decent hit. But we've seen that hit 10, 15 times this year. Mm-hmm. Nothing's happened to those drivers. Austin Sindrick goes into the wall at about buck 65, buck 70. No, no, I, I know what you're about to say, and I disagree. 
Why don't you say it for me then? I mean, you're trying to say that Kurt's just faking this industry. industry I'm not. I'm not saying injury. no. No, I'm not saying he's faking this. I'm saying this is Ty Gibbs's, you know, audition. See if he's ready. So you're saying he's faking an injury. Just I'm not so saying he's Ty faking an injury. That. that sounds exactly like what you're saying. I'm which saying I, I disagree with wholeheartedly. I'm just putting my tinfoil hat on because I, that was a pretty. I mean, that was a hard hit at Pocono. It was pretty hard. And backing in the wall with these cars has been known to be bad. Right. But also driving them headfirst in the wall is just as bad. I disagree. But the transaxle and everything. So everyone was in the back. Leave a comment. I don't know. I mean, I don't know about these cars, but everybody says that the rear impacts are worse. Leave a comment. Hit us, tweet us up. And I'd almost say that rear impacts, I mean, they hurt your head more in any kind of car. I mean, maybe he's just getting ready for Daytona. Because, I mean, think about it. Rear impacts, your head's not against the back of the seat a lot of the time. If you hit forward, you just hit forward and your head doesn't hit anything. If you hit backwards and your head's forward and it slams your head in the back of the seat, it's going to hurt. I think I've backed the wall in late models and it hurts. Just makes you think. Doesn't make me think at all. Okay. If being honest. Well. That's from a driver's perspective and from an outsider's perspective. 10-4. Damn it, dude. I meant to look and see what time it was when we started because I don't have a timer. But uh, we're not close to an hour right now, so we got to keep digging. I mean, but yeah. why do we have to go an hour? Because that's standard podcast like, Why don't time. we just like trim the fat of 15 or 20 Okay, okay. And we're like, like, just have great okay. conversations. Okay, I'm not going to come in person anymore. You know what? Let's have a 30-minute podcast. Next week, eh, I'm going to put my dog on the podcast, and I'm going to go do something else. I mean, Winnie would have so much insight. Yeah, maybe so. But, uh, yeah, Michigan was cool. I actually, I thought the cup race was good. I didn't ask if Michigan was cool, but go ahead. Yeah, I'm just trying to talk because you're leaving me on an island with some conspiracy theory that doesn't even make sense. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's just connecting the dots. You said it was conspiracy theory. You said I, yeah, I I'm putting. You said I'm putting my tinfoil hat on in a conspiracy theory. Those were the exact words out of your mouth. Yeah, I mean, it just makes you think. You know, it makes you think. I guess, dude. I don't listen. Think about I'm that. trying to. I'm trying to drum something up so we can hit the tabloids. You know. Yeah, yeah. So that's what, that's exactly what I'm worried about because then, like, it, if you see on Twitter, anybody, what was crazy to me was. Now we're back on toxic NASCAR Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday. Well, it wasn't even toxic. It was like Tuesday. There was like, I saw four people that want to act like they know about NASCAR talk about how, oh, DBC said that Toyota's done talking to Kyle and now there's a Chevrolet team and the Ford team. I'm like, okay, I, okay, like, okay, cool. Like, they probably, they know more than me, but are they in the meetings? Do they know the facts? No. Like, I mean, Colleague would have to shut down the whole Xfinity program to pay for Kyle Busch. Exactly. It would be tough. I mean, and that's that's the Chevy people. That's the Chevy team that other people on Twitter are saying, "Oh, that kind of makes sense." It's the but only like, team that makes sense. I'm just connecting the dots. Yeah, exactly. And I hate when people do that. But like, I don't know. You never know till you know. It's I mean, like the, the Xfinity and truck schedule and the schedule's coming out. People are saying, oh, we should go do this. This is what's going to happen. I heard this. Who'd you hear yeah. that from? Hey, you no, know, they're not full of shit. What do you think of uh, the breaking news today? The, the, the breaking Josh Balicki, Sargento Cheese. That was a good one. That I mean, was that's, a good one. That's some pretty I'm good for Josh on that, yeah. Especially because uh, Sargento is uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he kind of got He's not in the. He's a road course guy. He's normally in the seventy-seven, but he got replaced. Yeah, I saw that, and then it um, should be interesting. Obviously, the Gregs and stuff coming out. It's very, very interesting that they put Mike Rockenfeller in there because he's a guy that has tons of experience in sports cars, mm-hmm. and he's one of the guys that are testing the uh, the Project Fifty Six or Garage Fifty Six car. Oh, um, really? Yeah. So I think they want to get him some act, kind of like what Joey Hand. Yeah, uh, they they did with the uh, RWR. Um, he's the one that is. So last year he did a race at the Roval to get more experience on how NASCAR drivers drive, how yeah. a car drives. 
to where this year he's doing all the road courses. And now he is uh, in development to um, make Ford's GT3 car for worldwide use coming up in a couple of years. So I think Rockefeller, I think that was kind of a coordinated effort to get him in the car, to get him some actual real world testing of how these next gen cars work. So when they take it to Le Mans next year, next year or two years from now, I think it's 24. I think it's next year. I'm not sure. I think it is next year because they're they're actually building the first. So they're using the Action Express pony car that the next gen, like the OG next gen test car was. Yeah. The Action Express car. They're using that for testing. Hmm. Neat. So you don't get just get NASCAR news here, people. You get Le Mans news. You get everything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about, dude. But that's cool. I remember when that... Uh, Nasser came out about the Garage 56 thing. I was really hoping we were going to race Sebring, but that didn't come to fruition. Yeah. Uh, maybe on the schedule. Schedule release coming out, dude. I'm pumped. It'll yeah, all be the I'm same sure, thing. It'll sure be a huge letdown yet again. It'll be a huge letdown yet again. Yeah, There'll be shipping. no IRP, no Milwaukee, no Memphis, no nothing that I want. They're shipping your ass back to Portland. I know. Hey, the Pacific Northwest, baby. Someone's got to be the, the trailblazers for NASCAR. Might as well just go to Evergreen. Evergreen couldn't do it. Uh, I have some uh, interesting information that I learned today about the whole North Wilkesboro deal. About the pro model deal? Yeah, what was up with that? Why they so? Um, I guess to run the track these three weekends, it's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a weekend. A that's weekend? What that's what they're being charged. No way! I don't believe that. That's what I heard. I'm just listen. I know I'm the just, guy who told you that, and I called bullcrap on that. So, um, Jeg's CRA Super Series and Cars Tour had 33 entrants for their divisions for next week. And I think Cars Tour or uh, Carolina Pro had 17. And that wasn't enough. So, they canceled the event because they only had 1,500 tickets pre sold. And get this. The uh, the the entry fees, mm-hmm. um, they're not getting back. They are getting an XR series credit because it's run by the XR series or whatever for the streaming portion of it. Yeah, they don't even get their money back. It just goes to like a credit to if they want to race at an XR series event again. But yeah, because they definitely do that all the time in asphalt late models, dude. right? They're a majority of dirt late model modifieds from you know middle America. I just thought it was very interesting. And then the racetrack revival people put out a press release today that said, due to unforeseen circumstances, supply chain is they literally said this supply chain issues and the ongoing tire shortage is why the, t- the race was canceled. Yeah, but they'll have the same tires the next week. Correct, and they have the same tires the week before. Yeah, but dude, like, if I know, I'm pretty sure I know the guy who told you this. You do. He's an extravagant storyteller. Yes, he but he's so, like the guy on okay. TikTok who's even got if, the sound, the background sound all the time. Even even if it's half that or a quarter of that, you still had, you know, almost fifty entries at six hundred bucks pop. It was six hundred dollars to enter. Yeah. It was six hundred per entry. I think it's like, and if you wanted the derby, if you wanted to go test, like the two weeks prior or whatever, yeah, it was six hundred dollars to test. That's crazy. I mean, who? Yeah. What? I don't know the Jags race. I mean, I don't know why they're having two separate. I don't know. That's the problem with North Carolina Pro Late Model Series is they like run the weirdest rules. They're not going to get any cars there. They just right. run. You're just they run Pensacola slash Jags rule like. And just run up one big one, that would be the best thing to do. But they don't. They don't. So is there anything racing this weekend, like street stops no, or anything? They're racing this weekend, but they're not racing next weekend. I take that back. I think they're racing super lights this weekend. They are. They're racing super late models this weekend. And compacts. Sport compacts. Come on. Left for your off the ground. But from what I was told, the facilities at North Wilkesboro were not ideal. 
on the infield. Well, obviously they're not. <laughs> like the infield bathrooms didn't work. And they probably had porta johns. I mean, there's a lot of racetracks that don't even have bathrooms in the infield. They just got yeah. porta potties. So they're so, they're working through it. I mean, they're they're doing like I feel like right now what this is is like okay, let's like try. This to, is a straight up money grab. Yeah, like before they go and redo it all. Like they, they got want 30, one last thing with this old school stuff, and then they're gonna redo it. Well, like I, they got thirty million dollars to renovate the place, and now they're just. I'm not gonna say they're ripping people off, but it's a straight I up mean, money grab. They're not I ripping mean, people off. They're, it's a money grab. And I wouldn't even say that. I think they're just doing okay. This is one last hurrah for the old school Wilkesboro. We're gonna do it up as big as we can. We're gonna race for two months, and that'll be the end of old Wilkesboro. And we'll redo it, and it'll be completely like it'll be a different place when we go back. So, what do you when it's rebuilt? What do you what do you think is gonna be there? I think trucks. For sure, should I think Xfinity for trucks sure and all star race? I think is the only thing that goes there. They will not run the all star race there. Are you Just kidding me? Run. They will not At run the all star race. Maybe once, maybe it's if they an start, SMI own track. They if they start rotating it, they might, but they're not going to be like we're running here for it. What do you think is going to be a better all star race, Texas or North Wilkesboro? I can tell Wilkesboro you, every, would be. But I can who, tell you, where are going to put everybody? Everyone in the garage is going to vote Wilkesboro eleven times out of ten. Yeah, I agree. But where are you going to put everybody? Who cares? You put Bristol stands up? No. Yes. They're not. They're not going to do that. That's why they already learned the lesson with Bristol. They're not going to do that again. They're just going to jack up ticket prices. Hmm, I don't think so. And make it like a limited edition. Yeah. So like it's a very like select audience. Like yeah, but that's not audience. that's not that's not NASCAR, dude. They're not going to do that. <laughs> They've done more stupid stuff than that before. Yeah, but they're not going to do that. I don't think they'll do that. I think, was, I think you'll see trucks and Xfinity there. We'll wait and see. I'd love to see Xfinity cars there. Doubtful, but... Why is it doubtful? Same thing you just said. Infrastructure, not enough seating. Okay, and, okay. It's an Xfinity race. We need a lot of seats for that. Really? Are you saying you don't get a lot of fans? I'm saying we don't get as many as Cup. you agree or disagree? Well, I mean, I hope your sponsors aren't listening. I mean, we don't get as many as Cup, do we not? Do, no, that's does, a fact. Do Indy Lights get as much as Indy cars? Does F2 uh, get watch as it, as watching, watching those things go around, man, they're boring. I mean, it's like, does F2 get as many people going as F1? No. I'm pretty sure it's somewhat close. I highly doubt it. Because they race right before F1. Oh, maybe. that's the Yeah, but if we race right before the Cup race, we'd also That's what we should start there. doing. Let's do that. Let's do triple header trucks. Infinity races at 10 a.m. on Sunday. Mm, I don't know about all that. Let's not, do even, not even everybody in the infield will be up by then. They'll be awake for sure. Well, like I said, I mean, even I think someone interviewed Kevin Harvick and he was like, he's like, you'll think I think trucks and Xfinity should go there. And he's like, why? He's like, why do you think they're gonna spend all this money on it? And they're just gonna do that so they can run late models there. Hell yeah. No, they're not. <laughs> no one's gonna do that. The last place that Built a crazy late model track with Gresham when it closed. Yeah, it is. It is close. It was a beautiful facility, Gresham Motorsports Park. Look it up. I raced there once. Fun. Uh, but yeah, no, I think you'll see trucks and Xfinity go. That'd be ideal. Not next year, but maybe, maybe, maybe next year. I don't know. Schedule comes out. They're saying September. Yeah, remember when the schedule used to come out in like July? Yeah, but you know, it was the, it was the same. Like, the schedule would come out in July, but it was the exact same schedule every year. So you could have put it out in January, but it didn't matter because it's the exact same thing. Yeah, but now it's just later and later and later and later. Well, hopefully they're being more innovative and more bold with with the schedule making. Uh, I think stuff should change around like every year. I think that like. The only staples in the schedule should be Daytona being the first race and then the all-star race being like about when it is. And I think that's it. I think everything else should move. Man. Tracks are making so much money on playoff or TV money. Make them bid for playoff races. Make them bid for big ones. Like Yeah, but half of the, what isn't what tracks aren't owned by NASCAR are owned by one other entity. So the bidding thing is. Well, I think there's some. There's like two independent tracks. I'm pretty sure. Okay, and they're not in the playoffs. No. Yeah, you're right. 
It's like, I'm pretty sure Pocono's independent, isn't it? Pocono's independent, but is it in the playoffs? No, and it's a historical. It's the only reason, like, it's a historical NASCAR track, so we'll always get I, there. Martinsville, I think, is the only one that's not owned by. That's not ISC. I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not going to speak on things I don't know. Of. Yeah, I really don't know either. I know what's Pocono, Pocono is one of them. Same. Yeah, I mean, because Michigan for the longest time was owned by Roger, but I think he had to sell it to NASCAR to get enough money to buy. Indianapolis and IndyCar. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Does he sell an auto club? I think he had to sell both. Oh, wow. Damn, he, well, had, two, he had both two miles? Yeah, but, so you can sell two racetracks and buy an entire series and then another racetrack. And the most legendary racetrack in the world. One of the, yes. Okay, t- tell me one that's more legendary than Indianapolis. Monaco. No. Not even a racetrack. Not even a racetrack. Monza. No, not even close to Indianapolis, dude. Bathurst. Dude, like, are you kidding me? I love Bathurst as much as the next guy, but it's not anywhere close to Indianapolis level. All right, I do do have one for you, though. Okay. The Nürburgring. No, not even close. That's all I Not even close. If you ask any race fan in the world to name the most popular track in the world, they're going to say Indianapolis. It's Indianapolis. The Indy 500 is the biggest race ever. It is. Bigger than the Daytona 500. Bigger than anything. I'm not sure. What else could it be? The Bathurst 1000. No, I wish it was because that track's sick. I wish NASCAR had a road course like that where you drove up a mountain. Lime rocks got to get on that uh, mountain course. Then we could. Are you speaking in terms of iRacing? Yeah, dude, it was proposed. It was going to be there, and they ran out of money. They couldn't build it. Yeah, Lime Rock is a very interesting little course. Not great. It's like a, no, yeah. it's a short track road course. If they would have finished it, it would have been sick, but they just like kept their short course because they ran out of money. And then it's been like that for years. But I don't know. I wish, like I said, I think the schedule should move all the time. I love it. I love it. One more time. I love it. We should race in New York City street course. No. Why? We already race in New York on a road course. Not in New York City. That's not our demographic. Oh, my gosh. That is not our demographic. What about the 11 million people that went to the Formula E race? Do you think they care about that at all? No. No, but they were still there. And it was cool. I bet it'd be cool as hell just to say he did it. And maybe I'm just being selfish as a driver. But... I don't think you can shut cool. down. The they ran board. a Formula E race there. Yeah, that's a different car, though. The thing's built to turn. So are stock cars, dude. Not really. Okay, what about turn 10 at Coda or turn 12? What about uh, turn one at Coda? What about... Uh, I don't know, turn nine at Coda. <laughs> what right. about anywhere? I you mean, put you put the lap time of an F1 car, an Indy car, and an X Gen car up there. Yeah. Next gen's gonna be the slowest. The top two are pretty similar. No, they're not. Similar. I'm not gonna say they're the same, but we're at least 45 seconds off. Yeah. Cars are a lot harder to drive than theirs. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. Yeah, okay. that's right. You heard it here. Yeah, in some aspects they are. I mean, I I think that if you put supposed to be the best stock car drivers in the world, put them in any condition, they'll figure it out. At least the ones that actually are. Yeah, Jimmy's really crushing it over an Indy car. On ovals, he is. <laughs> He's crushing it on all the road courses and street courses. No, I'm I'm just saying it's NASCAR. We're supposed to be the top level. If we can't figure out how to get around a course because it's right, difficult, who cares? Because 90% of our stuff is on ovals. 
85. Wouldn't even say that. There's 36 races and seven of them are on road courses. There's 38 races. Okay. We'll say seven, seven. That's one in five. One in 5.3 are on road courses. So damn near 20%. So 80, 85 would be a solid assumption. Yeah, I guess so. I guess yeah. 85 is pretty close. Nope. 85 was close. You just had to, you had to, you had to talk that one out for yourself. I just let you do yeah, it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, I think we can race on any course. It doesn't matter. It will be harder to do some things. Yeah, but just go do it. Figure it out. That's what I think makes it exciting. It's like Pensacola being rough as hell and kills tires. Like, no, you can't race there. Average person can't race there. No, they'll probably crash. But good race car drivers can. That's why 300 people show up in December. Yeah, and 20 of them make the race, and then yeah. 10 of them finish without crashing. Did you see uh, Preston Peltier didn't uh, pass tech at Berlin tonight for the Berlin 100 or whatever? Is it already over? No, it's going on right now. What did he fail for? They didn't say, but he packed his shit up and he left. Really? <laughs> Before the race even, like... Started. Let's go. I'll tell you, I know someone up there. My spotter's up there. Brandon Lines is up there. I don't is know who spot. Yeah, I don't know who he's is Eric Jones racing this race? Yeah, so is Byron. So he's spotting probably Eric Jones, honestly. He spotted Eric Jones last week at uh Kakana. 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 Who is he spot for in the Cup series? Byron. So he's not spotting for his own driver. No, which is I didn't understand that either. Maybe he is spotting Byron. He spotted Eric Jones last week, but I don't think Byron raced last week in the Super. So maybe that's why. Possibly. Yeah, I think that's what it is. But, yeah. Weird deal. Any other um, cool stuff you want to talk about? Nah. Just uh, be able to look out for that high V car at Watkins Glen. I love the Glen. When's the next uh Seltzer race, Daytona? Daytona. Big steam. Let's see, I'm working on the speedway car now. Freaking got the road course car over the body plate, getting the splitter uh, bar put back on it because they get destroyed every time you go to a road course, especially one like uh, Indy where you jump through the chicane in four and five or five and six. Uh, so I'm working on the speedway car. Did I build some quarter windows? Boy, howdy, those things are nice. So with Moffitt, unfortunately, not having a ride, he's slipping down the standings. What does it mean to a driver to get inside that top 20 in the driver points? We've talked about about top 30 and owner's points. Now you're in the bonus every week, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is that all you want to talk about? Just it's more money. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's really all it is. It's not like I'm going to get a trophy for finishing 20th in driver points. You, it's end of the year money. It helps the team get through uh, the off season when there's no cash flow. It's like eighty something thousand dollars. That'll pay for some people. Yeah, I mean, it'll payroll through through the off season. So, so is that is that pretty high on the list of priorities at this point in time? Like, are you? It's, honestly, it's always has been. I just. The fact that we're this close, we've had this much stuff like go wrong, weird stuff happen, is uh, I feel like it's kind of remarkable. Uh, says a lot about our character as a team. Uh, you should see his face when he says that. It's yeah. Totally, totally authentic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you're thinking about it all year, especially being one of those mid pack teams like we are. Uh, that's kind of your goal. Uh, like so, we're halfway through the season. We've we've documented that a lot today. Is there a mid-season reassessment of the goals that no. you guys have, or is it still the same as what it was? Same as it was. I mean, like, like I said, you're looking at that top twenty from the time you start, and we've gotten far away from it. We've kind of been getting back closer to it uh, more you recently. You think there's anybody behind you that might leapfrog you? No, nah, not I man. Unless we start screwing up a lot, I mean, anybody could. If someone gets on a hot streak and we're on a down streak, I think 
I think there's one driver. Trevor Bain, if he gets if he gets in a bunch of races. <laughs> no. Uh, this is gonna segue into my next topic. Kyle Weatherman. No, he's missed. He, uh, no. He's I not mean, that he's not that far off from you. Is he not? I don't know. Unfortunately, I it's like I mean it's like 50 points. I mean, we're pretty even every week, honestly. I mean, we were racing together the whole time in Michigan until Pit Road. But there was a tweet that I somehow found. Um Michael McDowell shouted out Kyle Weatherman saying he's a great driver and stuff, but then also posted a picture of himself celebrating the Daytona 500 win in this tweet. And I just, it put my mind in such a pretzel. Yeah, that's that's weird. It's like you're shouting a guy out for doing well and, you know, different levels of equipment. Maybe it's because you're making it about yourself. Maybe it's because he's trying to draw parallels between the number 34 being successful. I mean, I think that's honestly what it was because, you know, they both drive a 34 car. But it was just so random and the execution was just so bizarre. And it doesn't show up on people's timelines because he tweeted at Kyle. So I think it shows up on oh, Kyle's, but he didn't he didn't put the period in front of the at. Yeah, that's a that's a rookie. Unless he's just PR, trying to, unless he's just trying to tweet it at Kyle. Right. That's you a never PR one on one. Yeah. If someone ever does that, like. And then on my Twitter, and they don't do that. I'm like, so we had a guy first day, first day, huh? Yeah, we had a guy in our marketing social media department where he would um, he would do people's names first, do the at symbol, and I, I had to stress it to him about ten times. Like you stress have to it enough. I didn't, I guess, and I had to <laughs> like, I sat him down. I'm like, listen, you have if you're gonna, st- I said it just like this. If you are going to start a tweet with an at symbol, you need to put a period in front of it he goes got it every tweet that he has sent since regardless of where the at symbol is for the driver there's a period <laughs> so hey it's, he's just i guess it's stuck it's stuck with him you so really much be, so you finally stressed it enough correct to where it was it's not an issue anymore yeah it's on it's an issue the other way he's running out of characters because he's got a period in front i mean you can only teach him so much you can lead a something to water, but you a can't horse? Make a drink. You can lead wow. a horse to water. You can lead a lot of things to water. You can lead me to water. I might not drink it. I don't know. Wise you know words saying? from a wise man. You got that right. Uh, the any other things you want to name? Anything else you want to talk about tonight? Any other starts and any other? No. Things. You're not going to race any go karts anytime soon. No, unless you tell Buddy to hook me up. Well, they or were racing you, tonight, so unless you buy a micro, let me run that. No, I gotta. That, you know, that whole topic fell off, didn't it? I forgot that you you were even gonna put me in a micro like that. Yeah. Well, once I realized how dumb that sounded, I'm like, why am I gonna bend over backwards and break my back to get sponsorship money to put someone else in the car? I mean, you could look at it either way. What is the other way? What other way should I be looking at it? I mean, why does Johnny Davis go out and find sponsors for me to drive the car? Because that pays him. Like, that's how he gets. That's you his think, way. You of think micros race for free? I would have to find a micro first. I mean, how, how does half the Xfinity field, how do they make money? They find sponsors and they cut it off the top. How do all the marketing firms make money? They find sponsors and they cut it off the top. It sounds like you're just thinking uh, of the wrong angle. If you're no, I'm me. thinking in a recreational standpoint, like I'm not going to spend 10 grand to then bring in two grand to then put you in my micro and then you wreck it. And then what about the joy of winning, what about the joy I'm, of victory, I'm upside down 20 grand because you wrecked everything on my micro. You just have no confidence in me at all. That's why you send me people talking bad about me. Like you see this, this guy's talking shit about you. No, it just brings, it brings me so much small amount of joy in my terrible life right now. I just don't get why you do that. I'm gonna start seeing how much it pisses you off. I'm gonna send every bad thing ever, even if it's. If I'm just trying to keep I'm you a, humble. I'm gonna look up people's whose name is Matt Hendricks, regardless of they're talking about you or not. And I'm just gonna start sending them. You see what this guy said in 2004 about? Yeah, you? so I actually share a name with a guy who played in the NHL, and people would subtweet me back in the day, like. 
you suck. Get off the get off the wild. You need to like. Can I ask? Uh, what is subtweeting? Like they tweet. Like there's a tweet, and then they like quote you in that tweet. Like they respond. Like say it's an oh Matt Hendricks signs with the Oilers, and then a tweet replying to that would be at Matt Hendricks. Get off my team. Wouldn't they just reply? I mean, it's subtweeting and replying is the same thing. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. You're, you are, you, are you gaslighting me about subtweeting? Do you want me to look it up right now? Yeah, because I think I've actually looked it up once, but I forgot what it is. Because you always feel like, oh, he's subtweeting. Dude, that's bad. Oh, wait, it's not mentioning them. Uh, yeah, I'll say that subtweeting is when you don't at them. It's where you just say their name. Yeah. Which I've is, been in that situation before. Which is where you ever like look up. Well, I guess you probably don't. You ever like look up your name on Twitter? See what people are saying? I do that sometimes. Bad, bad thing to do. Damn, look at him. Matt just showed me a picture of uh, uh, Kyle Petty with a sweet hairdo. Yeah, we were trying to, we were sitting at lunch today. We were at Lancaster's and we we're like, who drove the Coors Light car before Sterling Marlin? Kyle Petty. Kyle Petty. He drove that 42 car with the offset numbers, which was kind of sick. Old school paint schemes like that, like, were just better. Like, the creativity, NASCAR didn't have rules about how your numbers had to be. They didn't tell you what number, what color your numbers could be. They just, like, have at it, do whatever you want. Whatever looks the coolest, do it. Now, like, your numbers got to be X by Y, and they can't be the same. They can't be this close to the same color as a car. They got to be this far from the fender. Who cares? I submitted my first paint scheme for approval this week. Like you made it? No. Um, you just I took the file and sent it to somebody else? Correct. You sent your first so, email this week. Someone, me. someone sent me the file and I had to go in and manually put it in. You got to be like, like, what's the hood sponsor? What's the TV panel sponsor? What's the... The quarter panels, like the quarter panel stuff confuses me now because like I know what I used to know what the quarter panel is, but now it's like a whole different thing. So it's like the door sponsor front. It's like front bottom door sponsor front or back bottom door sponsor. And then it says uh, quarter panel sponsor. Well, that's not the same as the actual quarter panel, but it's referring to the lower quarter panel now. Oh, lower quarter. I can get you on a lower quarter for this. Yeah, I remember when I used to do that for you, and I was absolutely terrible at it. Yeah, what happened to that? I just gave up. Yeah, like so I was just, I'm just done. So many people do. <laughs> I just, I'm like, dude, I have way, way better things to do with my life. Could have been making money, dude. Yeah, sure. That's what they all say. Yeah, that was your thought. You're uh, wide-eyed going into that. You're like, man, we're going to find money, and I'm going to take X percent. I'm going to take 25%. And I'm going to just be stacking money, dude. doesn't work out that way. It's a lot harder, it turns out. I mean, that's what I tried to, like, go find money for myself, too, and I just... Well, it's, it's like you send out 100 emails. You get 10 responses. And not from that, going nowhere. From that, you get 10 phone calls, of which five of them go well. And then you send over a proposal. Two of them they, actually respond to that proposal. Yeah, then no one responds. That's then the worst part. They're like, let's set up another phone call. And from those two phone calls, you get one no. And then you get that one guy that's like, why don't we just circle back to this next year? Yeah, I was going to say, like, honestly, out of 100, you're probably not even going to get one. You're not even going to get one back, which is crazy, unless we're just doing it wrong. Yeah, we're doing it wrong. So if you want to start selling sponsorship for Bailey Curry, uh, drop us an email. It's baileycurryracing at gmail.com with all your information. Yeah. We're looking for them seven-figure checks. Big dog money. We'll give you a hefty percentage. Yeah. And it's in the single digits. You get the percentage by how many digits are in the check. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> you get 1% for $1. So you get one cent. 7% if you're in the millions. It's low key a good uh, 
thing. Look good. Do it work. Yeah, I'll take I'll take two percent of a million. Yeah. What's that like twenty thousand dollars? Yeah. Hold on. Hell is yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's twenty thousand. All day. I'll take two all day. Imagine getting seven percent, dude. I know of a sponsor person. Well, a person who just introduced a person to another person, right? Has no association with the company and no association with the race team. Gets paid. I don't know if I want to dive into it. Gets paid um, north of $5,000 a month just because he made the introduction. Hmm. Good for that, dude. Yeah. So it's good back butter money. Yeah. Or it's good regular money, honestly. Yeah. I mean, you can just live off that. Yeah. So, yeah. Going to, y'all got Richmond. I got Watkins Glen coming up. Yep. Richmond, one of the most boring racetracks on the circuit. Does it not is need, the action track. Does not need two dates. It does, like, this race Nowhere on Sunday. Nowhere needs two dates. Who needs this two race dates? on Sunday needs to be Saturday night. Every race in the summer should be at night. Yeah. we all, I think, realistically, we only have one, two night races coming up. It's one's a Saturday night race. One's a Saturday night race, and one's a Sunday night race. That's not true. Uh, no, race three. You race Darlington at night, don't you? Yeah, that's Sunday night. Daytona's at night. And Bristol's at night. That's it. You don't have a night Martinsville? No, it's Sunday afternoon. Really? See, that's one no, thing. No, because we, we already did the Martinsville night race. So you have four night races. I mean, y'all have I'm more saying, than Xfinity. I, know I was saying the back half of the year, we have three. The, the trucks haven't figured out. They race at night every week. Yeah, that's the way it should be done. Yeah, races, races for nighttime. Especially driving in a circle. If you're on a road course, you should have one night race at a road course. That's the one thing we're missing in NASCAR is a night road course race. When we did that at Daytona Road Course and we started in the day and went into night, that was awesome. Cool. It was stupendous even. And I wish we'd do it again. Like, imagine if we ran, I'm trying to think of a cool road course we could run at night. Road America. Road America at night would be crazy. Imagine, like, going through those trees at night. A deer would probably jump out. No, the cars are too loud. They'd be far away from there. Y'all have a bunch of deer in Wisconsin? Tons. Hmm. Yeah, I guess actually that area, there's probably lots of critters crawling around. Takes you 30 minutes to find anything to get there. Pretty much, yeah. Everything's a half hour away. Yeah. Besides Plymouth. Yeah. Good old Plymouth. I like how Elkhart Lake. I like how everything, like I've seen a bunch of people who have Road America put as Plymouth with Wisconsin. With Coffin. With Coffin. But uh, I'm like, no. I mean, like. Elkhart Lake's kind of just like a municipality. It's just there because of Road America. Correct. Plymouth is an actual city. Plymouth has a dirt track. Well, you you could really call Plymouth a town. I wouldn't quite say city. It's a... Mooresville is a town. Plymouth is a town. Plymouth has a dirt track. I know. I've been wanting to go to a race there. R.I.P. Jason Johnson. Is that where he died? No, he died at Beaver Dam. Sorry, that's oh. a little bit farther away. Still pouring out. Yeah, pouring out for the homie. Uh, but yeah, I guess that's it. I don't know how long we've been going. I hate the fact that I don't know how long we've been going. Probably this was about an, an hour. This wasn't our best performance. No, it's because we're on Zoom. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. So that's why I got out in front of it. Yeah, I don't like the Zoom podcast. So if anybody listening, blame this all on Matt. All of it. And they will continue. So, not not next it. week. We're having a guest. Oh, who is it? You'll see. Oh man, I'm so excited. I think we're gonna have Brandon on. My spotter for the third week in a row. Well, he couldn't last week. He was in Wisconsin, and he's in Michigan tonight. So I, I mean, we need to have Arca driver John Garrett on here. I know I want to have John on. He just he's not in North Carolina. 
Well, we could have them on Zoom. Yeah, but I hate these. Have you listened to the last one? Yeah, it sounds perfectly fine. No, it does not. It sounds like how I sound to you right now and how you sound to me, and that sucks. Which I think is perfectly fine. So you're good with Echo and all that. Hands down. Let's hash this out live. Because I hate these. All right. Well, we're going to go offline here and we're going to continue to argue about this. Yeah. So blame the, the poor audio on Matt. Uh, leave, a, leave a review. Five stars. Subscribe. Hit, smash that like button. Swipe uh, up. Yeah. We'll see you all next week. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.